I yeah. think that's what a part of this trail is supposed to be for people. Yeah. I think when you go through something as challenging physically, emotionally like this, mm-hmm. it's going to affect you in some way. And yeah. these moments really affected me and made me, I don't know, really feel this sense of, I know it sounds so silly, but a little bit of a rebirth. And Kristen, and we're better known as the Vogel Twins! Yay! Woohoo! Ah, so today is part two yes. of our se- of our little mini series for the Inca Trail. Yeah, now I know. So last week we talked about the first two days of the Inca Trail, and today we're going to be talking about the last two days, which, you know, involves Machu, Machu Picchu, which we're super excited to discuss today. But we did leave you all kind of hanging, I apologize, (laughs) on the last episode on the best customer ever, based off of our guide, Yol. (laughs) So, to continue where we left off, yes, Yol has one customer that he is the most fond of, and this is why. So, obviously with the Inca trail, you can choose to do a group, which is what Shannon and I did, but... The other option that people have is obviously doing a private tour, you know? And in this story, Yoel tells us that this was a private tour with this couple, this man and this woman. And so obviously with, you know, a private tour, you're going to obviously make small talk or have a little (laughs) bit more moments to have conversations with people, you know? So I think it might have been like day two, Yoel was talking uh, about this one time where all of a sudden the woman was kind of lagging behind. So he tells the guy, like, hey, you know, you should kind of maybe slow down a little bit or go back to your wife. And the guy's like, that's not my wife. So then you'll obviously after this, oh, your girlfriend. And the guy's like, no, that's my wife's best friend. <laughs> and Yol's like, okay, no more questions. He like, he's like, I am not getting into that, you know, like <laughs> yeah. very confused as to why this man is with his wife's best, best friend. friend. And the wife is nowhere present. Not here, you know. So Yol's like, mm, okay, not, not going to ask any more questions, you yeah. know. But here's the thing. So this guy all of a sudden tells Yol, like, by the way, I was told, and this is why he did the private tour, that... I want to do this ceremony, this this Incan ceremony. But yeah. to be honest, and Yol even says this to him, it's really meant for just shamans to do this ceremony. Like it's kind of like not something Yol feels comfortable doing because he's yeah. not a shaman himself. He knows the ceremony, but he's acknowledges, hey, like this isn't really something I should be doing. It's not in my wheelhouse. It's not in my wheelhouse. Like I really, you know, don't feel comfortable doing this. But this man was so adamant. He goes, I am here just for the ceremony. Like yeah. you have to do it. And the, and Yol was like, hey, like. I want to let you know like, this is really against, like, I don't want to say, like, you know. His principle, but at the same yeah. time, he was like, if this is something that you really want to do, that means a lot to you, yeah. I will try my best. And yes. he was just like, yes. please, like, this means more to me than anything. Like, yep. this is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. So, Yul's like, okay. So then the next day on their trail, they, I guess, find, like, a spot to do this ceremony. You know, they're in the middle of, you know, doing this thing. And Yol is like describing the ceremony to these, the to you know to us. And then all of a sudden he was saying, all of a sudden he's doing this ceremony in the middle of it. And all of a sudden, the man and the woman start to break down crying. And Yol is very confused, and yeah. he's like, you know, like what's going on? Like why are you guys crying? You know, like confused by everything. Because in that moment he had asked them, um, you know, do you have an do offering? you have an offering to the ceremony? Because I didn't give that context, but usually in the ceremony you give something to like within like kind of like a I don't call it sacrifice, but in its own way a little bit. 
And so all of a sudden the man confesses. He takes a the like this container out of his bag. Yeah. And he, as he starts to cry, he said, "This is the last moment I'm gonna be with my wife." Oh, so I know. Emotional. I know. And the guys like realizing Yo realizes that they're saying goodbye to the his wife. wife. He, yeah. His ashes are is what he was giving up. So then the man tells his wife's story, oh. which literally I, I want to say this right now. No one had a dry eye. I feel like when we I'm were saying, getting emotional I'm getting emotional thinking, thinking about, about it. it. So this guy was saying how him and his wife, like his wife really loved Incan culture and everything. In Peru. And Peru, like it's been a dream for her to go there and like, you know, understand the culture and everything. But the biggest thing for her, her biggest dream was to see a condor. Yes. Because it has a lot of spiritual meaning in the Incan culture. It does, It's yeah. like a really big thing. And when they went to Peru together, mm-hmm. that was her main goal. She really wanted to see a condor, you know. And so this, so the, this, the wife and the husband, when they went to Peru together for the first time, this, this guy that they had met in, like in Peru, told the wife, like, there are condors in this area. It was like kind of by the, um, this river, this river. Yeah. I want to say it was like the Amazon or something along a line. So I'm not going to get the story totally hundred percent apologize to you right now, but there's he so this guy convinced her because here's the thing yeah. this is a part of the story is yeah. that like the weather wasn't good for where they were gonna go so uh-huh. she was really adamant on figuring out another way and this man that they came across convinced, convinced them, them that like hey like i actually know a spot where condors are i promise that you'll see one yeah so they go on this boat and to see this condor because this, this man convinced them it was a really bad like weather and the boat turned over yeah. and she was the only one who didn't make it she yeah she drowned and they couldn't find her body and the thing was that the, the guy the, the husband. husband was obviously devastated but the thing was that got him even more upset and angry was because he it took about 4 days for them to be searching for her body because they couldn't find her and within the 4 days he didn't see one, one condor. condor so he so told you he goes i hate this man that he did that and told my wife yeah. that like and because she wasn't able to see a condor so he ended up coming back to the Inca trail to kind of honor her and he said yeah. and he said to Yol he goes as soon as i see he only gave a little bit of the ashes to Yol to do for the ceremony because yes. she was really wanting to do this with him yes. you know so this is a dream of this was a dream of both of theirs to do a ceremony together and like kind of you know express the sort of Incan culture but he said, as soon as I see a condor, I will spread the rest of her ashes. Yeah. You know, when he sees it. As soon as, uh. apparently, I know, as soon as he's telling Yol this story, a fucking condor, condor flies across them. Literally, Yol said, he goes, I've never gotten more chills. And they were they all, all cried. Su- they all the started crying. They all, all started crying. And the thing with Incan culture is that they believe that when you die, you get reincarnated into, like, nature. nature. So the husband in that moment just dropped all the ashes because that is my wife yeah he goes she believed in the incan traditions and the culture that she got reincarnated into a condor oh. and i and we all were like hysterical crying because he it's ends like, it, he's like that was that the is best, my the best customer that is my and best customer like, the condor wow. it was just like the most emotional thing you can imagine because it's just like this whole experience in peru is i'm like getting so emotional thinking i know the story because know. it was just so beautiful like I know. thinking about the love he had for his wife and you know her passion for this culture and the deception of that man who took advantage of her excitement yeah. and to, and that in exchange took her life but in a beautiful full circle moment he got the closure he needed to yeah. know that his wife is okay and she's you know happy you know yeah. and that's kind of was like the sign for all of them and 
it was a really beautiful moment at yeah. that happy hour. Like, cause yeah. I was just so emotional when I heard that story. Cause yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I thought he was gonna be like, "You guys are my favorite customers." <laughs> I assume he was gonna assume. say and like I cop out on the story. Yeah, like I did not expect that emotional impact. I literally thought he was gonna like say a nice story about all of us, <laughs> like a narcissist. <laughs> I just like because we all bonded with y'all. Like, yeah, you know, like okay, it was yeah. a nice time, and I just thought he was gonna. But you know, you're the favorite customer. Yeah, yeah, like I feel like everyone's his favorite customer, but it makes a lot of sense why she's his favorite customer. Yeah, it, it was, was just a super beautiful moment, super emotional, super intense, especially because the condor is a very special um, animal. Simple. In, in uh, yeah, actually, simple of Incan culture in general. So that was like such a beautiful story, and like yeah. literally not a dry eye I, in that goddamn happy eye. hour. Like I, you can hear my voice. I'm like shaking because I'm just like. I just still am mind blown by the beauty of everything. Even us. I mean, like, we're going to get into it because this is the last two days on our trail. Yeah. But, like, I did, could not stop crying at the last day either. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're on day three right now. Yes. Now, like, day two, we got through this beautiful story. But yeah. day three and day four is now the last stretch of our hike. Yeah. And, like, to say that these past two days already haven't been emotional enough, like yeah. physically, emotionally, like it's a journey, you know? Mm-hmm. And before I start on like day three's details, yeah. I just want to like wrap up day two with like the funniest story oh my that God. like honestly like made me laugh so hard. And I think the people on our trek who like, I don't think they knew this yeah. happened. I like, think Poco Poco kind of knew. Yeah, to kind of give him context slightly. And yeah. we actually ended up did, did telling Rachel when we when we like walked together. Oh, told yeah, her a little yeah, bit yeah. of the story. But I would say most people don't know this one. This one cracks me up. So because this trail is long, it's four days. Yes. The biggest concern I had, which is this, I don't, I think it's actually a valid No, concern. it's valid. I really don't want to go to the bathroom. Like, yeah like outside because of all the animals we discussed already and like everything that's going on plus my fear of not finding everybody because maybe if I go to the bathroom on the side and then I lose my group so the anxiety of going to the bathroom during the trek because once you hit the you know the campsite they have porta bodies. Yeah. You're fine. Like, it's not a big deal. So, throughout the whole time, I am, like, clenching the cheeks like no other because I'm just, like, I really don't want to go. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I am trying. I'm, like, trying to have the mental strength not to go. Yeah. And for the most you're, part, it worked. Yeah. I would say, like, we never had quote-unquote accidents. No. <laughs> to say it in that sense. But, like, I'm not going to lie, though. It's, like, it is kind of, like, hours that you're not going for the most part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at, at certain moments, you know? Or if you have to go in the middle, like, it's, like... You really have to find a spot. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, and the funniest not... thing is that yeah. our group, I didn't see this, and I'm so glad I did, didn't see this, is that apparently someone, not our group. No, 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 no. I don't us. think so. But um, someone literally popped a squat in the middle of, of the, the track, track, and like someone had like human feces like in between. And people were like, did you see someone take a <laughs> shit like in the middle? It's like you couldn't even go to the side. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And like thinking about that, I wonder is my they, nightmare. I wonder if they thought like they're like they're gonna think it's animal poop, but it's like no, it's it's clearly it's human, human poo. Like yeah. you can tell a difference. I yeah. think anyway. I, I mean, don't I don't know. I never really analyzed human to animal poo. To be fair, to be okay with my expertise is having two cats like cat poo does not look the same <laughs> as human Fair. poo Fair. and we've had a dog and they don't have human you can tell that's true, that's you true. can tell so with that context okay Kristen well I think I should more speak for myself yeah, I guess true. I was nervous 
towards the end of day two, I think that anxiety hit me like a brick wall because towards I had to the go so bad. I had to go more than anything. And I at this point in the trek too, I we were at this beautiful Incan site and I couldn't even enjoy it because my whole focus was I don't want to take a poo in this beautiful site right now. Like, I can't, like, literally, like, you know what I mean? Like, I was just, like, I was, desecrating like, desecrating a beautiful historical site with my shit. <laughs> like, like, this is so TMI. But I was, I had to go so bad. Yeah. And I was just, like, I'm not doing it here. And, like, yeah. we still had and we were pretty close, trip. though. We were pretty close we to, did. like, this Inca site was very close to our campsite, you know? Yeah. So, regardless of our feelings of this, we did get to see the site for a little bit, but we... We didn't stay as long as we would normally have yeah. because we both had to go. So all of a sudden, as we're, like, you know, exiting this beautiful Incan site, there is now cold sweats down yeah, my, like, like, face. I am so nervous now that I'm like, am I going to pull a bridesmaid? Like, yeah. am I going to be that person with human feces in the middle of the road? Like, yeah. I don't want to be that person, no. you know? Not at all. So I think it's, again, I, we're with Poco Poco at this point. Yes. It's like, we're pa- walking. Yeah. I'm power walking out of here. And then we bump into Poco Poco. And I'm like... You know, I haven't talked to them in a bit at this point, so I, like, want to make my fun small talk. I'm like, oh, I love them so much. And then the wave hits me. And like, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Like, I am about to, like, go. go. And I always feel so rude because, like, we're all bonding. We're chit-chatting. And I'm just like, oh, God, like, I have to go. And, like, I couldn't even, like – what's great about this moment, though, is with Poco Poco, it's, yeah. like – there's some ladies in there, and I was, understand. I, and I could and I could be transparent. And I remember yeah. talking to Rachel, and I think yeah. Megan too. And I'm like, I'm and I I remember just like stopping the mid sentence, and I'm like, this is not personal. I have to go so bad, and yeah. I need to like book it. It's like I gotta like it's go. Not you. Like I'm yeah. sorry that like I'm gonna be that rude person who has to like as we're having a nice conversation like, like power walk. Yeah. yeah. So as I am power walking now to the campsite, we like book it past Poco Poco. And the funny thing is about this is. This is, again, we don't know where the campsite is. We just know it's close. Yes. So Poco Poco, we're kind of all dying together. You know, we're like, oh, this sucks. Like, we got to, like, how much further, you know? Yeah. As we make a turn, we hit the campsite. And Poco Poco literally stopped to take a break. (laughs) I was like, you're so close. You're so close. But I was too, like, had to go. For me to turn around To turn around to tell them. So I am booking it. And believe it or not, which shocked me. Yeah. We ended up being the first ones at the campsite. Which was kind of nice to say we did that once. We did know? that once. It wasn't a goal, but it ended up being something to check off the bucket list, I yeah. guess. So the first one's there. And all of a sudden, all I'm thinking about, my mind is bathroom, 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 bathroom. Yeah. As I am booking it to the bathroom, one of the kindest green machine yeah. smiles and all of a sudden starts waving at us. And I'm like, oh, so sweet. But then... He's directing us to the campsite, which is the opposite way of the bathroom. Of the bathroom. And I'm seeing the bathroom in the distance, and I'm looking at this really kind green machine man. Yeah, the porter. The porter. And all of a sudden, he's directing us, and he's, like, walking us to the campsite. And I was like, I, I didn't have the heart. I didn't have the heart to be, like, sorry, no, because I can't speak his language to be like, I have to go, you know, into yeah. the bathroom. So be the people pleaser in me yeah. followed him into the campsite. And but then, I'm literally, like, I have I'm, cold sweats. I have cold sweats. I'm literally dying. And all of a sudden, it gets worse. I mean, in, in a beautiful way. Yeah. We get the whole class who the first ones there. So it's kind of like a standing ovation. So I'm yeah. like, I have to kind of marinate in this. You know, yeah. like, this is nice. And then, because we're the first ones, they gave us a tour of all the tips. 
actually really I, funny. I didn't realize that was a thing because I've well, never no, there first. No, they weren't giving us a tour. That was the thing. I know they, they couldn't find, find our, our tent. tent. So we ended up getting a tour of every yeah. tent. Oh and they're God. like, is this your tent? Is this your tent? So we have like an extra 20 minutes and I am still at this point like I have to go so bad. Yeah. Then, I almost gave up on the tents. Like, as soon as he, he went through, like, I think, like, tent number five. And, like, again, wasn't our bags or, like, wasn't the number that we were in. We were cracking up. I, I was, we, we were all, like, laughing. Like, we all were, like, this is ridiculous. Because the one, it ended up becoming one porter and then two porters yes. and then three. They were all, like, where are the twins' tents? <laughs> like, where did we set this up? And it became an ordeal. Yeah. You know? Then all of a sudden, as, like, 20 minutes go by, like, I, I have to preface this, too. We've been hiking, waiting for the bathroom at this point for maybe 40. So yeah. add on another 20. So, so like, I, I, am, I have very little, um, you know. I, I'm surprised at this point. I'm surprised like, it hasn't gone down. I, I'm surprised it just didn't happen. So all of a sudden, Poca Poca comes in, and they're probably looking. I know Rachel and Megan have the context, and I'm yeah. looking at them. They're looking at me, and I'm just like, I haven't gone yet. <laughs> like, I got We're still it. looking for our tent. It's like, I'm still looking for my goddamn tent. <laughs> but luckily, we got the tent. Booked it. Booked it. I s- never ran faster in my life. Yes. And the funny thing is, this is the first bathroom break where it wasn't a toilet. It That's was a, what was funny. That too. was even the funniest part. We had to like, it was a squatter toilet. And, for and at those first, who don't I know, didn't recognize it. Yeah. At first, I was like, "Oh, it's a shower." And I like walked yeah. away, and we made a full circle, circle around the building, not the knowing mini building. Yep. Yeah. And then we walk back and we're like, wait, I think this is a toilet. Yeah. It's like, been a while since we've seen one, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I just haven't seen it. And I was like cracking up over it being like, wow, like this is like the moment for us to yeah. like go. But like that was something to consider when you're going is just like embracing whatever comes your way, yeah. which we do very well. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying we don't. But that honestly was like panic attack. Like that yeah. was the hardest thing. That was one of the, I think that was one of the hardest things we had to go through in the hike. <laughs> Especially that day. I that was, day? Towards the end of it, I was genuinely dying. And then, like, it was so comical with the tents. I literally was sitting there like, dude, I don't even care about my tent right now. Like, I want to just turn around. And, but like, I'm too But polite. I'm too nice because, like, they really were trying so hard. They're, oh, like, my God. We literally zipped, I think, every tent. And ours we was the, the sec- second to last no, or the last one? No, it was one? the last one. Uh, literally, we all were, like, laughing. The porters were, like, giggling because they were, like, this is hilarious. That, like, we are opening everyone's tent to find ours to be the last one you know <laughs> yeah. like what are the goddamn Damn chances Oz. no not in the slightest so now that day two we finally got to give it a little last bit of a tidbit you know i yeah. thought that story was so funny when that happened to us yeah. but we can finally go now to day three and four yeah. so day three everyone pretty much told us or we got context from you that it's going to be probably one of the the it is the easiest day you know yeah. it's literally only around 6.2 miles which should only take us about five hours and that's if we're going pretty slow and something that i actually we didn't get to highlight in the first one but i i want to highlight in this one is the morning rituals that they have oh i love it was so cute and it's funny because shan and i kept missing Missing it it. because we'd wake up earlier than like what they did so to give a little more context the like it would be like maybe like two porters and then one of our guides usually it was aldir and when we had to wake up for obviously the day and granted this is like you know 5 a.m., 3 a.m. So, like, it's their way to, like, wake us up not having to have alarm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they'd wake us up, but with, like, a mint tea and, like, you know, kind of, like, smiles and claps, you know? Yeah, like, they kind of – it was, like, a really friendly alarm. Yeah. Like, the, like a in-person alarm. Like, I think it's, like, when you grow up and, you're like, your parents knock on your door, like, good morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was really lovely. And I'm so glad we were able to get it. But what was really cool about this day in particular – Yeah. Is where I'll say this. I actually think this is probably my favorite campsite yes. we had. It was just so 
I feel like everywhere they set us up, it was the most beautiful setup ever. And granted, because we woke up so early, we'd see like the sunrise. So yep. that was just another beautiful scene on top of another one. But what was really special about this morning is we not only did we get this beautiful morning wake up call, we were able to see the last star before it disappeared. But yeah. what's really cool about this star, star was it actually was Jupiter. Yeah. And what's the reason why I know any of this is because our guide Yol, he was real he's really into astronomy. Yeah. And he, what was so fun, I feel like which also elevated our trip so much. I know. Is not only did we get like a history lesson, as we're walking, he's like telling us these like really cool like just information about like where we are and the location and the yep. stars and it was like so much fun because i love that kind of stuff oh i love it so it was like so fun to see the sunrise and then all of a sudden you see this beautiful little twinkle and it's yeah. saturn like that to me jupiter was, did i say Ju- saturn i meant said, jupiter yeah, yeah, yeah. my bad jupiter. You, you did say jupiter first so yeah i, wasn't I wrong. apologize yeah. that's one of the planets <laughs> but i'm pretty sure it was jupiter yes and it was just so beautiful and it was like so so cool to like wake up to that but yeah. what's really cool about this day which you've already prefaced before is that it's not only the shortest but it is the most scenic one we have and mm-hmm. what's really cool about this one yol is actually pacing us on this one where yeah. we're actually going to intentionally go slow on this day yeah just so we can take photos because even he claims that this is the best photo taking day yes and i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly this is one of the most authentic incan yes. um, walks so like a lot of the trail itself was kind of destroyed because so they reconstructed, of, so they reconstructed it. it. So it's like they he already says he already let us know that like a lot of the trail is not hundred percent original, but this one is. Yes. So like it's a really like momentous time for all of us to kind of really be able to do this because of the fact that a lot of people don't. You know, yeah. to be to be fair, like we're in pretty much very authentic Incan sites right now, and yeah. and the trail itself is freaking phenomenal oh my god and i will say today just a little spoiler probably obviously besides machu picchu yeah and all the sites we've seen beforehand are gorgeous but this site towards the end of today's trail was my absolute favorite one yeah it was so cool it's called winya winya i can't say any of it i I honestly have been avoiding saying all the names i will actually say this right now on alpaca expeditions website they have a breakdown of this whole the whole trail with all the official names the reason i am not saying these names is because as you can see my hesitancy to accurately like articulate what they're (laughs) called because i can't I don't know. It's really hard. I have for me a hard time pronouncing, pronouncing it. Them. So I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna try my best on this one to say because yeah. I'm gonna emphasize. Winnie Wyma or something like yes, that. Yes, along those lines. I really apologize. I I get self conscious on butchering something like that because it's like I want to do it justice, and if I can't execute it well, I get nervous. Yeah. <laughs> but this was honestly one of my favorite days, and on top of that, which is cool because we're going slower. Yeah. We were with everyone for the most part, which yeah. was such a treat, too. Because it's like the first two days we're going over this really hard hump. And now we're all together at this last, like, stretch, stretch of the trail, which is so nice. And to make this even, like, a little bit more um, alleviating, I guess, with the, you know, we're doing another day of hiking, you know? Yeah. Today, we are ending at our lunch spot, not so it's dinner. Done, yeah. So we have like, if you really do the mental math here in my eyes, it's like half your day is done and then we can relax. At which the campsite, is yeah. crazy to think that. So you have much more time than you would at dinner. So this today is like one of my favorites because it was yeah. just like, we all survived the two hardest days. Yep. And now this ne- second half is going to be like, whew, 
Oof, like us we kind of processing that we're here you know yeah what I mean? like it's lovely. like we got one more day and then it's like we hit the goal of machu picchu so before i get too into that i'm gonna like one i want to highlight a few beautiful moments in day three though so because we were all together yol had this really beautiful moment mm-hmm. where he like sat us all down and was like so everyone one by one explain what really brought you here today yes yeah and i think what was really cool is that obviously you know there's everyone gave such beautiful things i'm going to highlight a couple that i really like so we obviously talked about ron's which was you know him is like him like just his dream to come here which i thought was really cute but one of my favorites or one i should say that kind of made me giggle was carlos and arturo oh my god i just like love those because um carlos um i should say arturo was pretty much letting carlos plan a trip he goes you know what we pick what you want together. we'll go on trips together like pick what you want to do and i will go like so arturo had like really no context on what they were doing and then carlos just kind of was like so we're gonna do the inca trail you know like <laughs> yeah. not giving any sort of like context and just like they're doing it so he kind of got i don't want to say suckered in but like in its own way like that really funny sort of thing yeah. together but like honestly arturo freaking killed it like i'm oh. not surprised like they, they both did fantastic they were in the sexy llama a little bit faster group. group so he did he did amazing nonetheless yeah. i just but... love can you imagine telling your friend like hey like let you plan a fun trip you know yeah. and like Thinking it's gonna be relaxed and his definition yeah. of fun was very different but like i think they both said they <laughs> no, love they and they, it of yeah. course like you're so happy you do it but it was just like thinking about you know mentally preparing for this inca trail like he had no time to mentally prepare he was just <laughs> gonna do it you know i was like yeah. damn i know i thought it was just i don't know why but theirs made me giggle you know and everyone yeah. else had like really beautiful you know like you know things that they had said and it was funny though too because we had like kind of told some people about you know why we were here and things like that but it actually was that moment that we actually really got to tell like our full story you know what yeah, i mean like yeah. talking about the fact that we were you know around like 20 years old or so planning this trip yeah, and like so we this knew is like a 10 year trip in the making yeah like knowing that we saved this trip for our like us turning 30 you know like that was something that we knew we wanted to do and of course because granted this is like day three i'm like slightly exhausted there's so many like beautiful moments i've shared with these people as i shared the story i started to cry and everyone else was like oh my god well you know what actually i need to confess this whoever is listening from our trek I couldn't look anyone in the eyes to know whether or not that our tears made them uncomfortable. Like, oh, I, I felt so, I hate crying. I, get, I hate crying. I get, I, when I see someone cry, I'm a secondhand crier. I will yes. cry with you. Even if I don't know you, I will cry for you. Yeah. I know you, so it makes it worse. So I yeah. knew as you were getting choked up, I was like, oh shit, I can't keep it together for the both of us. I'm going to cry too. But I get embarrassed if I cry yeah. in front of people you know I don't funny? know. Like, I feel like it, like, it's so funny because obviously these were like, technically at this you know at this point i would call them friends but granted strangers you know like i and i feel like they probably think that i'm like easy easily to cry or and stuff like that and i'm like no. literally i don't cry you don't cry i don't that's why like i'm like you guys have really cracked me <laughs> you cracked you cracked Kristen. like literally i do not cry no, but so is, we was, shared a nice moment though well here's I mean. the thing yeah. it's this overwhelming feeling of gratitude because yes. like again this was a 10 year trip in the making like yeah. it's not this Again, we've mentioned this in previous episodes, even the last one. We save certain trips for certain moments in our lives. And we didn't know if this 30th birthday trip was going to happen with the way the the world is. And the way that it aligns so well for us, I don't take that for granted. And like during this pandemic and crazy time we're in, I realized that like, you know, you have to take life, but like, you know, in your own hands. and. It was one of those moments being that with being there 
with all those people and realizing I am making my dream a reality. Because yeah. every single person, as they're sharing the story, they all had their own dreams of completing this. Like, yeah. it's not like we're the only ones with this dream, of course. Like, yeah. you do this with some intention. Maybe Carlos and Arturo are a little different. <laughs> no, but I, I, yeah. I, I'm just teasing. But it was really an emotional thing to share because it's like, we talk about it. But now you're in the middle Realizing of it, that, that this, this is happening. Yeah. Like, this is happening. And it was it was just a uh, – it was reality check in a way that yeah. was really beautiful. And it felt I, very overwhelmed. So, like, again, like, as I say it out loud, I was like, oh, my God, like, here I am, day three. Like, I am one day left to see Machu Picchu. Like, as I vocalize it out loud to everyone, I just got so emotional. Yeah. I was like, wow. And I, but I was nervous. I was uh, – no, nothing against you, obviously, because no, no, I was yeah. obviously crying with you. I was nervous. We made them uncomfortable. I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. Like, we're those people. Because everyone kept it together. They did. I was, like, I nobody cried. Really cried. Like, no. nobody got emotional like you and I did. And I was like, damn. Like, we're such saps. But whatever. But it was it was cute, though. Because we weren't the only ones, who, which I thought was another yes. story that really stood out to me personally, too, was, you know, um, Nathan and um, Rachel, Rachel's story. Yeah. Which I, they had something really similar to us where I, like, loved how uh, Nathan painted it. Where yeah. it's like... Yeah, me and Rachel were, like, walking in the park. And we yeah. were just, like, you know, talking about it. And, yeah. like, kind of planning. Because they're kind of each other's adventure buddy, too, you know? Yeah. And I thought it was so beautiful that, like, you know, thinking about that conversation that they had and how it manifested in today. Because what was really cool about that story is not the casual conversation that brought to a trip. Because how yeah. I feel like every trip in, yeah, in it its own way manifests way. itself. But I thought it was so beautiful. And, I, again, the timing in life how they were supposed to go, but the pandemic stopped them. Yeah. So for two years, they were postponing this trip. Yep. And this is the day that it aligned for them. And to think that I would have missed on the chance to get to know the both of them yeah. is like something that I am in a, in a own weird way grateful that it happened so I could meet the people that we met on our trek. Because yes. like I've mentioned so many times, like this is my love letter to everyone yeah. that we have met. We love you. We love you guys so much. That it was meant, I'm a big believer and things happen for a reason. Yeah. And it was meant to be that all of us came together for that yeah. time. It felt like such a gift for us. And I think that was also a part of my emotion t- talking about this trip because it wasn't just about completing it. Again, like I've mentioned before, the people you surround yourself with really mm-hmm. make the memories make it or break it for you. Yeah. And I couldn't not, I think I even said this in my own, in your speech. And yeah. Uh, how and that's what really choked me up was just like you all of you have made this trip the way it is and I'm so grateful for you not just completing this but for you to be a part of this journey and we could all be together for this and yeah I think that's what really choked me up because I'm looking at every single part before I started crying I was looking at everyone's eyes <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at every single person being like wow like we did it we're yeah. doing we're it. doing it right we're now we're doing this right now and for them to also be so vulnerable to share their stories I felt the weight of their accomplishments too together like yeah it, it really felt it was a beautiful moment and yeah it's really nice that yol and all of them you know really set the tone for our trip on that because yeah. it's not a question that you know what it's what i i really actually want to emphasize on both all three of our guys i should say yeah. they really set the tone to make us all feel like family in my eyes like yeah. i just feel like he asked the right questions he, his sto- his storytelling was so good throughout I know, all of even it. if felt- we shared some of it like he just he did an amazing job you yeah, know what i mean he was like incredible and it was just like all of them were just so eager to get to know us as we were get to know them and mm-hmm. it was just like day three was this o- overwhelming feeling of 
gratitude. And we haven't even hit Machu Picchu yet, which is crazy to think of it, honestly, in that way. So talking about emotional, probably one of my little favorite parts of at least day three anyway, was actually, and again, we kind of talked about this earlier in this episode, is that like nature and like Incas, they have a lot of things that are just kind of intertwined together. So it felt very like, I'm called spiritual, but in its own way, kind yeah, of. It's a spiritual it's a, journey you know if you want to make, like, like, make it that way. But there is a special sort of, um, I'm going to call them an animal, but uh, an insect, I'd say, that is kind of special to both of us because of a dream that I had, you know? Oh, yeah. So here's the thing. So what, like this was like maybe like years ago that I had this dream, okay? Oh, yes, and, yes. And I had a dream about these blue butterflies that yeah. surrounded me, but... I, for whatever the reason, kept in my dream calling them Shannon. Oh, makes me like, so I was emotional. like, I was like, oh my God, Shannon, like, is this blue butterfly surround me in a dream? So the thing is, I freaking love dream psychology. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're I, such I will, as soon as I like wake up and I can remember my dream, I will fucking Google that for hours and oh, like, yeah. and d- dissect what it means. So I just think it's so fun. So the thing is, granted, I have never dreamt of a blue butterfly and I was confused as to why I would be calling it Shannon. So I Googled it. And to find out that a blue butterfly actually indicates like a guardian angel, you so know. I'm your guardian yeah, angel. Yeah, so I was. I think of you as a guardian angel, which I don't think is wrong. I I, I believe that. I think you're someone who looks after me in yeah, every so sense. Yeah. So since that dream, every yes. time we see a blue butterfly, I was like, your guardian angel. angel. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm with you, but yes. still. But it's just we think about the people who have maybe passed in our lives, and maybe and that's, maybe that's a nod. their little nod I'd to like being to a guardian that. angel. So I always have this sort of affinity to blue butterflies because of that dream a while ago yeah so as we were on this hike i see a blue butterfly yeah which i was like i kind of got chills when i saw it so i stopped because i was like i gotta i gotta look at this butterfly because i just had this again like it's our little symbol you know a little nod it made me feel like the people who are not in our lives anymore who have passed i felt like they were on the trail with us when at i as soon as point, at yeah. this point when i saw this butterfly that's how i felt when i saw it so i had a overwhelming emotion so i stopped and i went down to look at the butterfly and as i looked at this butterfly the butterfly flew on my hand yes and so i was like oh well i'm going to keep walking like you know what i mean i was like wow so i'm looking at this butterfly and i walked and it stayed with me for, for like, like at least a mile, mile. Yeah. you know so this butterfly saved me and i could like i was getting choked up just like seeing this butterfly like because i was just like wow like yeah this, and it, again it felt like this sort of like i'm with you on this journey, journey you yeah. know so i had gotten chills when i when that moment happened and and again like it, it was something so special in that moment but that's not the only time that we felt that on this hike that was yeah. probably one of the Again, I was very emotional. I said my story, and then I see the butterfly, and I was like, I'm just a mess. You're a ball of emotions. <laughs> I'm a ball of emotions. But last that case of emotions. Last case of emotions. But literally, uh, it was just it was just so overwhelming, the 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 moments that I felt throughout the hike. And it did feel, like, spiritual in its own way. It, like, again, like, it felt so amazing. But that isn't actually, like, granted, the blue butterfly is amazing, and I'm not saying it's the best story, but... When we got to go to the last Incan site, which, which is we, our favorite, which is our favorite, literally, I loved this Incan site. It's gorgeous. It was the Winnie Winnie Wine. I can't even say Winnie Wine. Winnie Wine. Okay, apologies that we are butchering this, even Incan though it's site. our favorite one. It's literally our favorite one. I will learn this. I swear. But the last Incan site is like right before you get to Machu Picchu, and when we they obviously let you explore and kind of take your own time to do it. And it's right yeah. by the campsite, so. Shannon and I, we decided to kind of like walk off and do our own thing. Because at this point, we're kind of like all, you know. Our day is over because like we said, we had a lunch, lunch yeah. spot. We had time to check out this Incan site. 
So we had like all the time in the world to actually yeah. really enjoy this site, which I think added the bonus to its like magical factor. Yeah. So as we're, you know, walking around, we have like it's huge, you know? Yeah. And we have a moment to ourselves. And for those who don't know German, Vogel means bird. bird. So besides butter, these blue butterfly, yes, birds are also super special to Chris and I. Like I love, I birds. love, yeah. It's actually cute. Just a little side note: throughout the trail, I knew that there was a lot of birds like flying around, yeah. and our group knew we love birds. <laughs> yeah, they, they, and yeah. so we, we would always like note if there was cool birds. You yeah, know they'd I mean? be like, look, like, look, 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 look at girls, the the birds. Like we were like toddlers, <laughs> but I like I am a toddler at heart. Yeah. Like I love birds. So with that in mind, birds mean a lot to us as well. Yes. And so all of a sudden there's this moment where uh, I propped our phone. So we had like a little mini tripod. Yeah. And I just put it there and like just wanted to record the moment. Not thinking much about it. Yeah. Okay. All of a sudden Chris and I are alone. We're sitting down just like literally reminiscing, reminiscing about yeah. these past few days. And just admiring this site that's, like, honestly breathtaking. Like, it's, it's really, just, like, kind of sunset at this point. So yeah. it's, like, genuinely, like, it's just, beautiful. It's just breathtaking. And as we're looking out, I am not kidding you. There was, like, five birds. Yeah. Five beautiful birds all of a sudden swarming Kristen and I in the most playful, yeah. angelic way. Like, it wasn't a swarm of birds where I'd have a heart attack. <laughs> like, I felt like I was going to get attacked. It was much more angelic where it was just like, all of a sudden, I just feel like, you know, I think, I don't know if it was all the storytelling from Yule's end, yeah. but it really felt divine because yeah. for me, he's talking about throughout this whole three days how much Mother Nature is yeah. really important to Incan culture. Yeah. And I felt so many moments, like your blue butterfly moment, yeah. and this moment in particular, where I felt like maybe it was my guardian angel, maybe it was this, yeah. like the Incan sites that we were here, or the yeah. spiritual energy that was really embodying these sites. I just felt this divine moment of this playfulness of these bird, these free birds just yeah. flying around our heads. Yeah, and I just felt, in a way, my first impression of it was again, it felt like a guardian angel. I just felt like. Some of the people who have passed in my life who I love so much, I felt like throughout these four days, particularly three at this point, yeah. I felt like, you know, this trail is considered dangerous to some, you know, yeah. like it can be dangerous. And I felt that every moment, I feel like this trip was so magical yeah. that a part of me felt that it was like confirmed that like we've been watching you and we've yeah. been sprinkling with you. we've been yeah. with you and i feel like in a weird way like sparkle i don't know like sprinkling their magic onto this trip it just felt like i i know i keep saying it but it felt divine like it just felt unbelievable to think the people we met the sights we've seen and a lot of the time yol was telling us like this is a rare thing but it might not happen and then it happened you yeah. know and i felt like wow, like, not only did we, we got, like, the best condition ever, you yeah. know what I mean? And it just felt like it was just meant to be. And I just, yeah. in this moment, I was just so, again, overwhelmed with emotion. Granted, it could be the exhaustion. It could be, <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. A lot of elements. A lot yeah. of different elements here, but it really connected for me. And I yeah. think that's what a part of this trail is supposed to be for people. Yeah. I think when you go through something as challenging, physically, emotionally like this, mm -hmm. It's going to affect you in some way. And yeah. these moments really affected me and made me, I don't know, really feel this sense of, I know it sounds so silly, but a little bit of a rebirth, you yeah. know? Like, and I really, it meant a lot to me in that moment to see those birds flying around. And I, yeah. just, I just felt something Because the there. other thing about that, too, is that, like, granted, we saw those birds earlier. Like, they were kind of, like, flying, but it was, like, so, like 
spread out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where, like, at first, you're like, oh, it's cool. Like, look at these birds. But, like, they were so, like, right near us that I was like, why are all of them here right now? Like, it was, like, like yeah. so, like, we were in a very, like, small space. We weren't, like, in the open field. No. That's what made it so much more, like, oh, wow. Like, I, I felt more of this sort of, like, it felt intentional. I felt like a sign. I don't know. So then that's, I know, you know, to some people, they're like, it's just Bergen Burns. But I felt, it felt really lovely to be, especially it being the last day before we were going to see Machu Picchu. Yeah. So the last night was like super special. Yeah. So we got, which was super cute. Our chef, Julian, surprised us with a cake. It was like, welcome to Machu Picchu. But the thing that was so cute about it, or just funny, was that they ended up choosing someone to cut the cake. And if you get, like, I guess, like, icing on the knife, you had to kiss the chef. Yeah. But guess who got chosen? You did. So to be fair, I'll say this right now. I would have happily kissed Chef Julian because his food was so goddamn amazing. I would have proposed. I didn't need to have icing on that knife for me not to kiss this man. He was freaking amazing. But it was actually, like, I wanted to just give a nice, cute little shout-out to Megan and Jason because when I first got selected to, like, cut the cake, I thought it was going to be, like, one slice. And then I was, like, I thought I was going to, like, hand it back for them to, like, cut the rest to, like, make slices. Yeah. But I ended up having to cut the entire cake, which gives me anxiety. It's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure if I'm not going to, like, be accurate with the distribution of the cake, you know? So they were, like, genuinely so goddamn cute and were directing me on how to cut the cake. Like, you're doing great, sweetie. Like, as I was doing, they knew I was nervous. There's, like, a video because I recorded you doing it. And just here in the background being like, yeah, like, cut that cake. It's like, (laughs) man, the support is so sweet. So I want to shout both of them out because I love you both, Megan and Jason. Thank you for the support because I really was having, like, an anxiety attack trying to cut this damn cake. And I also want to give a special shout-out, too, which I really loved. And we did allude to this on on our last episode that – the night before you see Machu Picchu, you give a speech to, like, yes. all the porters and, like, everyone who's, like, made this trail possible. Mm-hmm. But the pressure of, like, who's picking the speech is the hardest oh, God, one to pick. I and I just want to all, like, this is why I'm giving a special shout out. Brett, you killed it killed and it. nailed it. Mm-hmm. I know that nobody wants to public speak. Like, yeah. nobody wants to be the per- the voice of everyone when everyone has their own tidbit to say. Yeah. But I will say this, that we all voluntarily picked Brett, and I don't think he was too eager for it, <laughs> just because it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I get that. Not that he doesn't want to share his gratitude, because I will say this, spoiler, was, yeah, he gracious, was yeah. unbelievable at articulating what I wish I could articulate be- like, yeah. well, because he killed it. Like, I mean, he was just such the energy and the force that I felt like it was only right that he did. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I was just like, man, like, you It felt were... appropriate to pick Brett. And yeah. I know, Brett, I appreciate that you did that. Because it yeah. really wasn't, like, you know, I think a thing that anyone really wanted to do, you know? No. Only because of the, you know, anxiety it happens after this public speak. Like, actually, it was funny because people, when we were trying to decide who was going to do the speech, they actually did say us at one point. And I, like really quickly I shut that down so I was hard. like because they were like you have a podcast and I'm sitting here like yeah I have a podcast but I am recording in the safety of my home not and, in front of people and it's in a controlled environment like I have notes I have yeah. like I can edit the audio like yeah. I can't edit myself in real time yeah. and I get actually super nervous in public speaking like yeah. I we're alone when we're doing these episodes like I don't have an audience watching us yeah so I was like Very I grateful. appreciate yeah. I appreciate that you wanted to nominate us for like a millisecond but <laughs> I was quick to be like don't say that loud like yeah. do not make that a thing yeah. and I was grateful that Brett took on that responsibility yep and I think that Brett you did a phenomenal job representing what all of us wanted to say because yeah. 
you just nailed it out of the park of the gratitude of trying to understand and have them open up to us their world and to ours like i just think the exchange and how you articulated all of our experiences and we can't say it verbatim because generally he just nailed it like i i can't i feel like i wouldn't do it justice so we're just gonna say a thank you yeah thanks to brett for articulating the things that we could not and i'm really glad we were able to have that moment because i feel like it was really beautiful that all the porters kind of hovered around our tent Mm -hmm. and all of us got to just you know look them in the eye because it was kind of dark yeah (laughs) (laughs) we had the little lamps we all looked him in the eye as Brett, you know, is sharing these moments and being like, thank you for not only doing this for us, but for for do, for doing this for us so all of us can accomplish this dream and of, of achieving it. Machu Picchu. Because this wouldn't be possible without every single one of you. And that is an absolute fact. Oh, my God. Absolute fact. And, like, them cheering us on every day, you know, like, when we left, they were cheering. When we, you know, when we arrived to the campsite, they were cheering. And there wasn't a moment that didn't they didn't have a smile on their faces. And this is difficult. But they always found joy in whatever that they were doing that it was contagious for all of us during the hard times. Like, as yeah. I had perspective on my, you know, experience throughout this being like, you know, struggling with it, mm-hmm. I'd look at a porter and find gratitude in the experience yeah. and being like, you know what, this is a little painful, but like, you know, look at him. Like, he's an inspiration. Like, yeah. they do this and, every freaking week. And you week. know what's wild? They do this every week, and they don't even go to Machu Picchu. No. There's something that, because granted, Alpaca Positions is huge on kind of, like, your carbon footprint of, you know, the environment. So a yeah. lot of the porters do not actually see Machu Picchu. Most of them don't. Yeah. You know, and so when we make it to day three, they actually, they turn around. How nuts is that? Which is freaking insane. They have to hit the train station. So yeah. they take the train to like where our like stop is to meet yeah. them to get all our stuff back. But they don't get the opportunity to see yeah. Machu Picchu. Yeah, Alpaca Position does like I think like once a year or something. But they, they take the porters to Machu Picchu because, with, their families. with their families. Because they don't like literally every week they are hiking this and then don't see Machu Picchu. Which is wild and insane to me to think that. Yeah. And they deserve to see it more than we do, to be totally honest. 100%. I'm glad Alpaca Expeditions goes the extra mile to make sure that not only are the porters comfortable and have the gear that they need and the supplies that they need to make this all possible, Mm -hmm. but to also reward them to be like, hey, I know you've done this how many times that now not only can you go to this trip, your family, family. you can take your family. And I think that's so beautiful. Now, the moment that everyone's been waiting for. Day four. Day four. This is machu picchu all and right? i can't not get emotional thinking about this like yeah i mean after recording this we've done this like yeah, yeah. you know like in the moment you're emotional yeah yeah there's aftermath of realizing what we did and i i can't not get emotional thinking about I know, it so I know. that's really cool about where our campsite was located fun fact i mean i said day three is easy yeah day, day four, four yeah. is easy because yeah. We actually were like maybe like fifteen minutes away from the checkpoint to go into Machu Picchu. Yeah, we were to that, a certain area. Yeah, of Machu I think Picchu. it was like a mile. It really was not long at all. We had to the way that it works. You go to the Sun Gate, and then yeah. from the Sun Gate, then you go to Machu Picchu. But the Sun Gate, here's the thing, and we were told this before we got there was that a lot of the times you actually don't see Machu Picchu at the Sun Gate because you're kind of there early. The it'd be like a morning fog. It, it, there's a lot of morning fog, especially right now. This is winter season, so it's very unlikely that at the sun gate we would see machu picchu yes can i just say once again that i just felt again this spiritual energy or just in general like unbelievable gratitude so when we got to the sun gate 
Can I just say? It was like the heavens opened up. It oh was my God. crazy. No, we saw Machu Picchu perfectly. perfectly. Like the, the light was literally shining on Machu, Machu Picchu. So at the Sun Gate, we actually got to see Machu Picchu, which is, and, and literally Yol was like, this is rare. Like, yeah. no, it's really hard for you to see it. And here we are, literally, so for the clear. first time, seeing Machu Picchu. Yeah. And this doesn't hit me yet, to be yeah. totally honest. Like, I'm seeing it. I'm getting my photos. I feel like at this point in the trail, knowing that this is kind of our last moments with our group. Like, it yeah. is and it isn't, you know? Yeah, there's, like, the but, sense of, like, oh, my oh God. God. Like, 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 this, is, like, like yeah. this is really happening. Holy shit. So I'm getting all my photos with everybody. Like, everyone get the twin sandwich photo. Yeah, you know? love like, the twin sandwich. It was, like, kind of, like, this comical moment of being, like, all right, we're, we're the tourist. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. the tourist attraction here. Um, but I was getting all my photos with everybody. But what really hit me was as we were walking to it. That's yeah. where it actually hit me. Not even when we got to Machu Picchu, but the walk from the Sun Gate to, to Machu, Machu Picchu. Picchu. I started crying as we were walking. Like, it was actually funny. I don't even know if Brett knows this. Yeah. Brett was, I think he did. I think he was being he, polite. I think yeah. he was being polite. So we're, like, really bond. Again, we're still having great, deep conversations with, with everyone. everyone. Yeah. And at one point, we're with Brett, and we're just, like, really bonding and, like, talking about, like, philosophies. Like, really cool stuff. Like, yeah. it was fun. And then as I'm seeing Machu Picchu get closer and closer, I start to cry. And I was trying not to. I was choking up. And I feel like as he was talking, he's like turning around and like my eyes are swelling. And I think he like gave us, he gracefully gave us a moment to ourselves. But it was funny because I was just like, I'm trying to like keep it together and like be engaged in conversation. But it is actually hitting me now that like these four days are coming to an end and even thinking that is emotional too you know what i mean like not only did i set like did i set a goal for myself i'm about to hit that goal and these amazing people i've just as i step closer it's becoming more of a reality like oh unbelievable you know from the sun gate you could see it but then as you start to walk towards it you're like oh my god here it is like this is it this This is is one of the eighth wonders of the world and i've not only get to see it but i experienced it in a cultural way that not everyone can do you know what i mean and that to me was unreal so i am like choking up and i'm like trying to get keep it together man like yeah. you can't cry two days in a row like <laughs> i was like you need to calm down so i'm yeah. trying to keep it together and as i do i suck the tears back in trying to keep conversation going in a, in its own way the conversations actually distract me in a good way yeah yeah i really want to be in the moment i don't want to be crying the whole time but like it was very emotional and i think yeah. anyone who does it like I don't know how you can't get emotional, to be totally yeah. honest. I'm a blubbering idiot for that kind of stuff. I was very, very emotional for it. But what really hit me, though, was yeah. when we actually are finally at Machu Picchu. We make yes. it because, like, you know, because we're actually the hikers, which is kind of cool, yeah. we get there much earlier than most of the crowd. So you don't think you get it totally completely to yourself, but yeah. it's definitely more sparse, the crowds, which yeah. is really nice for not only photos, but you can have a moment to really enjoy what you've just completed, you know? Yeah. So we're finally, like, it's actually kind of cute. Like, we get to Machu Picchu. We're seeing the alpacas and the llamas. Yeah. Like, and it's, like, hitting you. You know? Yeah, you're like, like, oh, shit. Oh, like, shit. Yeah. like, I'm, like, I've We're seen... standing on the ground now. Like, like yeah, we're, like. now we're here. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And it's so funny because, like, I don't know if anyone who isn't enthusiastic about Peru, but there's so many iconic shots people take. And now I'm seeing the flashes of these photos people in the past have taken that has inspired me to come here, you yeah. know? And I'm seeing this, like, holy shit, this is real. Like, I'm here. This yeah. is nuts. But the moment I lost it was when we finally hit that, like, photo, iconic photo spot. Yeah. And I am taking the photos. I'm really excited. But then all of a sudden, in the corner of my eye, I'm seeing some people on our trek 
video chatting their loved ones. And I'm like, oh, oh my, my God, God, do we have do we have cell service right now? Like, can I call mom and dad and like yeah. see if they can like experience this with yeah. us? I'm going to get so emotional thinking of this. So we get on our WhatsApp. And I immediately go into the, the family Our chat. Family, we have a family chat. We have chat. a family chat on WhatsApp. And I see that we have like three, like two to three bars. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God, like we can actually share this moment with our family, which I love doing if I can. You yeah. know, any place we go to, I try to video chat these moments, but you can't get cell service everywhere, you know? Yeah. So, Especially I didn't think we would there. I didn't think in the slightest. I was like, there's no way we get cell service. And we haven't talked to them in four days. So they don't yeah. know if we're alive, you know? Yeah. So all of a sudden I video chat, I send the call and I'm like, it's like torturous how long it's taking. Yeah. And I'm like, please, please, please. And to be fair, actually, this is like kind of a funny tidbit and most people know this. Our parents are the, the worst. worst at answering phone calls. We actually say as a joke that like if Shannon and I ever got into an accident, they're actually, they are not our point of contact. No. Because they would not answer the phone. If I got, if I got into a car accident, they I, would, wouldn't I would call my aunt before I called my own parents. Like yeah. they are so like, that's bad. Like, that's how it is always with them. So, so I am praying. Mind, so yeah. I am praying like, please, please, please answer the phone. Like I really, really want to share, share this. this with you. Then out of nowhere, I hear the ding. And my dad's face shows up. Yeah. And I immediately get so emotional and I get overwhelmed. And I'm like, oh my God, dad. He's like, we made it. I was yeah. like, where's mom? And he's like, oh, she's at work. Oh my God. Like, and I was like, dad, I really want to share this with the both of you. And like, yeah. we, I split the camera and, and I'm showing, showing him. I'm showing him first because mom, my mom's not around. And I'm showing him and I'm just like, man, mom's going to be so pissed. <laughs> like, so pissed that you, she's not here doing this. So I'm getting emotional. I'm crying. Like I'm, I'm like as I'm tearing up now, thinking about the beautiful moment. I'm like, Dad, like you know, is there any way? And he goes, You know what? She like I am in the like you know because he was funny. He was in the car, which is like yeah. probably dangerous. <laughs> well, <I think laughs> and, he parked. He, was yeah, parked. he parked. He parked. And he's just like, I'm five minutes away from mom's work. Like, like call me in like ten minutes. But here's the thing: we're in a tour group, yeah. and we don't really time is not on our side. Like we don't really have the leisure to stop and like wait to make sure my parents can see this so yeah. i am frantically like kind of holding i feel like we were holding up our group a bit and yeah. i felt a little guilt for that but i was just like i'm gonna give him 10 minutes and that's it you know what yeah. I mean? like i'm i'll call in 10 minutes so the 10 minutes hit and i'm like please 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 like answer the phone please yeah i press the call button it rings it rings and out of nowhere the screen pops up and my mom got to see it. And it was so beautiful to share that with them because I know, regardless of how hard we've worked to make these trips happen, I wouldn't have the strength or maybe the confidence to do a lot of the adventurous stuff we do without their support. So showing it to them wasn't like a, hey, I'm here. It's we are here. You know, yeah. like we did this together. And it was a thank you, you know. So I was so grateful that like my dad, like it was just this beautiful moment. And I start crying, and I'm just like, we did it, like, we did it, like, look, And mom look. starts to cry. My mom starts to cry. My dad's just, like, <laughs> watching his three girls, like, I have saps, <laughs> like, yeah. for women, for daughters. But it was beautiful, and it was just so overwhelming to share this beautiful moment that we, like, that we did it. We haven't talked to them in four days, so it was, like, you know, relief for them to see their daughters doing well, and it was cute. We showed 
the our friends because some people did stay behind and i'm like look these are the people that we did the hike with it's yeah carlos and, Artura, carlos and Artura got to do it and nathan was in the background and our guide aldir it was so cute he, nathan like picked him up and was like look mama and papa vogel it was really beautiful and it was just like the sense of joy too you yeah. know like it was a beautiful beautiful moment like we're all crying we're all crying and all of a sudden, you know, we had to go. Like, it was like, you know, like, all right, guys, let's, like, trying to shuffle us, you know, yeah. out of, you know, the space because we had to move on and, like, you know, see more of Machu Picchu. And when we hung up, all of a sudden, this stranger, like, not from our group, comes up to us and he goes, I need to let you know. Yeah. I, he goes, I've never seen such a beautiful moment. And he goes, it, he was like, I, I guess this is a thing of his. He goes, yeah. he goes, I actually love recording people. When they first when they, when they first, first come yeah. to Machu Picchu because of these moments like this and he goes I've never seen such joy and happiness all wrapped in one and he like he's like I wish he's like I wish I recorded because I usually ask permission before, you know what I, mean? before yeah. I record anybody which I thought was very nice but I wish he did I just wish he recorded it and then been like can, can, can I, I you know this, keep yeah. this or whatever because it was funny because he's like do you have another loved one you want to call and I was like I don't I'm sorry like I just wanted to share this moment with my parents. And it was just, it was yeah. really. Caitlin missed it, unfortunately. Yeah, Caitlin, she was in the chat. She was in the chat. I just want to say, I wanted to share with all my family members, but Caitlin was not present. So um, it was really funny, but it was a really beautiful moment. And I still get choked up thinking about it because it was. It, to me, that was the highlight of the trip. It was. Being yeah. able to share that moment, especially since I didn't know that we were going to be able to do that with No, them, that you was know? the most pleasant surprise. So it was really cool to. Have four days to herself and then like, you know, because our last message to them was, you know, I love you and yeah. I hope to see you in four days. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I hope we make it. So to see that we were the first message that they get to see is yeah. like this, literally, literally Machu, Machu Picchu. Picchu. We, we got to share that moment with in them. live. Yeah. In like live time. And it was incredible and it was emotional. But I it was honestly one of the best things I've ever done in my life. And I can't emphasize enough. The gratitude not only for the group of people we went with, but Alpaca Expeditions because yeah. they just set up this trip in a way for success mm -hmm. and for you to enjoy this amazing experience for the, for the four days doing this. Because yeah. this isn't easy, but they give you the comforts as best as they can yeah. and the amount of effort and love they put into every detail and every experience in these past four days wouldn't have been as amazing if it wasn't for those, you know, for yeah. all those efforts. and. I'm so grateful to Yol, to Aldir, to Victor, Victor to our chef, Julian, who yeah. was an MVP. I'm just, I'm overwhelmed with how amazing everyone was yeah. and how incredible just this whole experience was. Yeah.